shepherd of my soul will be. Father, we declare that you are the shepherd of our soul. There is nothing we can do without you. You had a reason for the season. You came to give us life and to give it to us much more abundantly. We are here today as a living testament of your faithfulness. Having kept us since the beginning of this year until now still keeping us in your love and your grace. And Father, we are so grateful. Glory be to your holy name. Lord, today, feed us with your word one more time. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Want to quickly share with us on preparing for your harvest. It's the end of the year, and I know many people are looking back and saying what has happened since the beginning of the year, and trying to see how far they've gone, and to plan ahead, even for the new year. Well, the year is just, we still have some few days, and God is able to do all that he has promised. But then there are some certain steps that are required from us to take also while we prepare to receive everything that the Lord has for us. And it's my earnest prayer this morning that everything that God has planned for you and I, even before the end of this year, we will receive the maximum of every one of them in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. I'll take a scripture from Psalms 102, verse 13. Psalm 102 and 13. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her. Yea, the set time is come. Your set time is come. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Harvest can mean many things to many people. But I feel it's something that you are believing God for. An expected end. An anticipation that you have. Those things that you are trusting God for. The aspirations of your heart. The dreams that you have within you that you are trusting God for to happen. Today, this word will stimulate your innate abilities and drive you to prepare for promotion, increase, and favor. The days ahead are loaded with precious blessings that God has planned for us, not only as individuals, but also as families and as a church. God wants you successful in your work, in whatever you lay your hands. The scripture says in Psalm 1 and verse 1 to 3, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the ways of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of his comfort, but his delight in the law of the Lord, 
and in his law doth he meditate day and night. And he shall be as a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in them, says Zen. His leaf also will not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. So God wants you at high to be successful in whatever we lay our hands upon. He wants us to enjoy a satisfying and loving marriage. Psalm 128, verse 3 says, Your wife shall be a fruitful vine around you, and your children like olive trees around about your house. God wants to establish meaningful relationships and cause you to experience victory over any circumstance. As John 5 verse 4 says, whatsoever is born of God overcometh, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. So no matter what the circumstance may be, God wants us to be hopeful that we are more than conquerors. Welcome today. Here are the biblical principles that will propel you to prepare even for the harvest that God has planned. So having said that harvest may mean so many things to so many people and that basically it's something you are trusting God for. The anticipation that you have on your heart. For there is a law that is called the law of harvest. What is the law of harvest? Our lives are built on certain principles, particularly on sowing and reaping. But we see and know that every harvest is a product of a seed sown. In other words, you cannot have a reaping without a sowing. And what you reap is always bigger than what you sow. And what you sow determines what you reap. Galatians 6, 7 says, God is not mocked. God is not mocked. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So expecting an harvest means that you are also preparing to receive what is ahead. And the significant factor to the harvest that we receive at every point in time is our seed. What is a seed? The seed is what you have to plant. It's that which you have at a certain time in order to receive an harvest. As we have seen that God has great blessings for us. The harvest is always there. The harvest is always there. But he wants us to recognize the time and the season that we have so that we can maximize the opportunities available to receive the fullness of the harvest. So pretty much we'll be talking about how to recognize 
how to recognize the time of Advent. When you are trusting God for something, you have a dream in your heart, you have an anticipation that you are trusting Him for, you need to recognize the time of harvest. How do you recognize the time of harvest? The secret of preparation for your harvest is to recognize first the present season and also being sensitive and well prepared for the coming seasons. I pray that we will not miss our seasons in Jesus' name. There are many that have missed the seasons of life as they come. Why? Because they were able to recognize and make the optimum use of that season at that particular time. And when you are trusting and expecting God, there are some key significant things. And foremost of them is your strength of obedience. How is your strength of obedience to God? Obedience in little things. Setting your minds on the things that God has laid on your heart. Obedience is very very key. As a matter of fact, everything we receive in the kingdom of God is based on our obedience by His mercy and grace. Hebrews 10, verse 5 to 7. Hebrews 10, verse 5 to 7 says, Wherefore, when He cometh into the world, He said, Sacrifice and offering thou will not take but a body as thou prepared for me. In burnt offerings and sacrifices for sin thou hast no pleasure. Then said I, Lord, I come. In the volume of book it is written of me to do thy will, O Lord. The will of God is very paramount. And obeying his will for our lives is important also. And the scripture says that every experience that we read in the Bible, they are for our own examples. So that we can make use of them and use them as our own template so that we don't make the same mistakes that the people in the past, in the Old Testament, the New Testament have made, and we can learn from those experiences and make use of them to receive our own harvest. So what is your strength of obedience? How quick are you to obey God? In the little, little instructions that God gives us. The Holy Spirit is always there. He gives us instructions. He may lay your heart to just do something, just show some love. If you show love, it's a seed. If you show bitterness, it's a seed. 
if you sow money, it's a seed. And a seed will always return. And when a seed returns, it's always much more than the seed that is sown. If you sow offense, you will receive offense in the next But if you learn to show love, then it doesn't matter what people do or say. What you have sown, you will reap. So the secret of expecting your harvest is to check your level of obedience to what the Lord has laid down in the scriptures for our own examples. Number two is you will receive an inward explosion. To receive your harvest, harvest must always come first from within before you receive it from without. The signs of harvest will always start from within. Every breakthrough starts from your heart. Proverbs 23 verse 7 says, As a mountain gets in his heart, so is it. Every breakthrough, every harvest, every blessing starts first from your heart. If it does not yet been laid on your heart, it cannot happen in your business. If you don't have it in your heart, if you have not received it first from your heart, it cannot happen physically. It's the physical inward manifestation that brings about the outward manifestation. So what's in your heart? Preparing for your harvest means you have sown so much of the seed that there is an explosion from within. Sowing the seed of the word of God. Scripture says the word of God is a seed. And when you continue to seed, continue to, to plant the seed, you continue to sow, the word of God will grow and it will bear fruit. We are taught that if you are going through a particular challenge, get scriptures in those areas and begin to feed on them. Read them. Meditate on them day by day. Every seed will always bear fruit. At the point in time, those seeds that you have sown will now come up and begin to manifest. And begin to strengthen you during the strength, during the period that may be challenging even in the season. A good example is a woman in the history of God. Book of Mark 5, 25 to 29. She has it in her heart. She has been thinking. She has been meditating on it that if only I can touch the hem of his garment. I'm sure several days before then, she has been thinking and meditating and saying, all I just have to do is to touch the hem of his garment. Mm -hmm. I will watch when he's going. I will just take this step. I will just move this way. I will just move like this and make sure I just target him and grab the hem of his. So she has been thinking the strategy that she will use. If it has not taken place in your heart, it cannot take place in your life. Mark 5, 25 to 29. And a certain woman 
which had an issue of blood for 12 years and has suffered many things of many physicians and has spent all she had and was nothing better but rather grew worse. When she had had, she had heard about Jesus previously and she has been thinking, okay, that is Jesus. He is the miracle worker. He changed water to wine. He raised the dead. He opened the eyes of the blind. Hmm. She has heard about him and she started thinking, okay, he can change my own situation too. She heard about Jesus. She now took a step. She came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may just touch his clothes, I will be made whole. And the scripture says, straight away, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. Every physical manifestation of the harvest that we want must first start from our heart. What are the dreams of your heart? As the new year is coming, what are your goals? What are the aspirations? What are the things you are trusting God for? And God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask of Him. One thing about the seed is that the seed is always good. It is where the seed is sown that determines what happens to the seed. The seed has the capacity to produce 30-fold, 60-fold, 100-fold, but it is the soil, it is the heart where it is sown that determines the harvest. What is the condition of your heart? A condition of your heart is what determines the habit that comes. What do you have in your heart? Is it bitterness? Is it envy? Is it jealousy? Is it love? Is it joy? Is it peace? That is what determines what comes up. Inward manifestation. When you are Preparing to receive your harvest, planning ahead. The third thing is prophetic declarations, how to recognize your seasons, your time of harvest. Prophetic declarations. You will receive word from men of God, from brethren, from prophets. And say, thus saith the Lord, this and this and this and this will happen. Second Chronicles 20 and verse 20b. Believe in the Lord your God, so shall you be established. Believe his prophets also, so shall you prosper. I'm sure you will have been somewhere else this morning, but you have chosen to be in the presence of God, to receive the word of God. Is able to deliver and able to set free. And I tell you sincerely, 
as you receive the word of God day by day, you are sowing seed. 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 First Corinthians 3 5 says, Paul planted Apollo's water. God gives increase. So it is God Himself that brings the increase. Just keep sowing. Just keep receiving the word. The time is coming when the need will arrive. The word itself will just grow and explode. And then it will always accomplish that which it is said. So recognize your season of harvest. Remember those prophetic declarations you have received. Second Chronicles 2020 here says, uh, is prophets and the agents of prosperity. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. Every word that you receive from the man of God is a word directly from the heart of God. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. God confirms the words of his servant, Isaiah 44, 26. I love how the NIV translation says Isaiah 44, 26. God confirms the words of his servants and performs the counsel of his messengers. I had a story of a woman. She used to live in Fiji, Fiji Highlands. And when the children were young, she used to pray that I love that country called Canada. And at some time, I would like to go there. And she kept on praying and trusting God and believing God. But how that will happen, nobody knows because the situation uh, was not so good. But she kept on praying and believing God. And she said, there was a time they were in church and the man of God prophesied that a time will come God will grant all your heart desire. You desire to go to Canada? God will do it. But this is a family that I'm sure they don't even have a passport. They don't even have the funds to get a passport. How will it happen? Well, she said she, said she believed. And she used to thank God and dance and trust God and remind, and remind him of those promises that God, thank you. I received this word. The man of God has said it. I believe it. It will come to pass. Now, when your season, your time of harvest is coming, you need to recognize you will receive some prophetic words. Believe those words because they are directly from God. What happened? She said, after some years, some group of tourists came from Canada. They came to Fiji. And where they were, at the, maybe at the beach or somewhere, I don't know the particular place. And they say one of them, one of the young men said, she, he saw the daughter. And he said, oh, I like you. I'm like, will you like to marry me? And the girl ran to her mother that, wow, I saw this white guy. He just met a tourist. He said, you want to marry me? <laughs> ah. The mother said, where were they from? He said, they are, they are from, I don't even know they are from, you know, they are, 
They are foreigners. No, why not? Okay. To cut the long story short, she got married to the Canadian guy. And you know what happened? The Canadian guy brought her here to Canada. And after one year, after the marriage, the man sponsored all the family. He said, all of you, I want you in Canada. And today, as we speak, they are all in Canada. When I had that testimony, it was powerful. You must say, just trust God. Just believe God. He said, that is our story. This God is faithful. When you receive a word, believe it. Receive it. It shall come to pass. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. The Lord has brought the evidence church to a home and the garden of champions. And the Lord is taking this church to nations of the world. Those are the prophetic words we have. It will come to pass. It's just a matter of time. When we receive these words, we take them. The harvest is on the way. It shows there are signs that great things are ahead of us. Thank God we are believers. We are not doubters. Hallelujah. The scripture says, it may be impossible with men, but with God, all things are possible. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how big your dream is. With God, all things are possible. Receive and believe those prophetic words. They are coming to pass. I say today, every prophecy that you have received in the past, that are still pending, by the power in the blood of Jesus, they are manifesting now. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Every word that brethren have prayed over you, that you yourself have received from the world, that are still pending, by the grace of the Almighty God, as we come into this season of favor, receive the manifestation speedily in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four, when you're preparing for your harvest, get ready for war. Why? Because you will receive persistent, intensified attacks. When at a certain season of life, you just see that it just seems as if you are just facing battles and it seems nothing is happening. Attacks against the marriage, attacks against the finance, attacks against the children. It, no, 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 it's not that God has hated you. God is love. God loves you. It, it's just a sign and an indication to you that you need to know that something is about to happen. The darkest part of the night normally precedes the new dawn. When attacks become severe and tough, just take your stand because your harvest is near. Your harvest is near. So if you are here today, you are facing battles. It seems as if it's in I want to congratulate you because it's a sign that the harvest is just around the corner. What God will do will surprise you. <laughs> will surprise your friends and even shock all your enemies. In the name of Jesus Christ. Persistent, intensified attacks against a child of God is speaking something. Is saying something to you that you need to prepare and get ready. 
scriptures, the story of the children of Israel is a typical example. In Exodus chapter 14, from verse 1, you will see that it was when God heard the cry of the children of Israel that Pharaoh hardened his heart. He said, No, you, these people, you are not going anywhere. Meanwhile, God has raised Moses, and God has told Moses, Go and tell him, Let my people go. So that they may serve me, so that they may enter into their inheritance, so that they can enjoy the harvest that I have for them. But King Pharaoh said, No, I am the king. Nobody else has any say other than me. And God said, Okay, we will see. And verse 14 to 15, the word of the Lord came to his people. He said, I will fight for you, and you will hold your peace. And the Lord did what only him can do. He showed the children of Israel favor, even in the sight of Egyptians. What they have thought they could not even achieve in 40 years. God, all of a sudden, God just released it to them. He opened the Red Sea and they passed through. What does Red Sea mean? Impossible situations, challenging and terrific circumstances of life that if you don't have faith if you don't believe God can shake you but it's a sign that God is about to do something new. so what do you need to do God told the children of Israel he said go forward hallelujah go forward I'm saying to us this morning also go forward verse 15 says the Lord told Moses, he said, why Christ thou to me? He said, tell the children of Israel, everybody, go forward. It's time to go forward. They said, forward to where? Look at, look at the front. But the man of God was speaking with the eyes of faith. For we walk by faith and not by sight. The things that we see, they are temporary. Second Corinthians 14, 18 says, For the things which are seen are temporary, while the things which are unseen, they are eternal. Hallelujah. Those who are with us, they are more than they that are with them. We might not see, but the host of angels, they are all around. They are fighting for us. They are speaking for you. They are defending your cause. You don't have to worry. All you just have to do is to stay in line. Trust God. Do your best for him. Believe his word. Worship him. Praise him. And see what he will do. He said, hold your peace. I will fight for you. I will fight for you. I will fight for you. The Lord is Jehovah Nisi. That name means he is the man of war. He is Jehovah El Shaddai. There is nothing he cannot do. In fact, when he fights for you, you are the one that will say, excuse sir, please, slow down. Because he will go far and make sure that he defends you. It doesn't matter what you may be going through. God is with you. Hold your peace. I will fight for you, saith the Lord. 
go forward. It's time to go forward. That was the command that the children of Israel received. Because their harvest was just around the corner. The Lord said, go forward. Go forward. Don't look at what you see. Go forward. Go forward. Go forward. Thank you, Father. Go forward. We are going to pray this morning very quickly. We will not close without giving an opportunity to anyone who may be here. You would like to rededicate your life one more time to the Lord Jesus. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my heart to you. <laughs> I cannot do I cannot do this life without you. I need your help. I am rededicating my life to you today. Please help me. Give my heart to you. Save my soul. Fight my battles. Thank you for saving me. If you have said that prayer today, I congratulate you one more time. Because you are now saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Oh, thank you, Lord. We are now going to pray this few prayers. Hallelujah. I would like to take this song before, before we pray. You are the mighty man in battle. El Shaddai. You are the mighty man in battle. Giovanni, you are the mighty man in battle. receive this victory that you have for me. In the name of Jesus, help me to obey you completely. Fight my battles. Father, fight my battles today in the name of Jesus. I come to you for I have no power of my own. Fight for me, O Lord. Father, fight for me. You are the mighty man in battle. Fight my battles, Lord. Fight my battles in the name of Jesus. Fight for me, O oh Lord. Let your favor announce my rising, Lord. Thou will arise and have mercy upon Zion for the set time of favor. Yea, the set time is come. Lord, let your favor announce my rising today. In the name of Jesus, let your favor announce my rising, O oh Lord. Come against every devourer. Assign against my harvest. 
In the name of Jesus, I come against you by the power in the blood of Jesus. Every devourer assigned against my harvest. I want you to call upon the Lord. I say, every devourer assigned against my harvest. Every enemies of progress. Every negative word that is spoken against my life, I come against you today. By the power in the blood of Jesus, I receive my harvest. My dreams are coming to pass. My goals have been established. The purpose and counsel of God for my life is coming to pass. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for your word. Hallelujah to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Joel 2.25 The Lord said, I will restore unto you. I will restore unto you all the years that the cantaworms have eaten, the palmerworms and the caterpillars, my grace army which I send among you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for restoration. Thank you, Lord, for restoration. By your mercy, Father, we receive, O Lord, restoration to you. Every wasted harvest, every wasted seasons of our lives, Lord, we receive restoration this morning. Thank you, Lord, for restoring us. Thank you for the harvest, O Lord. We give you all the glory. Glory be to your holy name, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah to you. Oh, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus.